Welcome out there in podcast land to another awesome episode of The Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so happy and thankful to have you with us today as we discuss a kind of a classic album here. Yeah. 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 yeah it's it's kind of strange to talk about it. It, it is a little strange. Uh, I don't think it's... Well, I think if you saw it walking down the street, you would be like, wow, is that a person I know or is it a stranger? Yeah. yeah. And I'd ask them if they want a bottle of red or whites. Ah. Uh, I like that one. That was good. So, yes, we were talking about Ryan's pick this week, Billy Joel's The Stranger, the Stranger. from way back when. From way back when. In 19... a gal- galaxy far, far away. Yeah, yeah, oh, my God. Right? Wasn't that the same year? Sorry, <laughs> I, I cut you off, but you're yeah, about to say no. the year. 1977. I think that was Star Wars. So, anyways. I believe that was Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. 1977. Wow, it's a classic. It is a it's classic. It's older than us. It is way older than us. But if you were to ask my students how old I am, it's, this is a sidetrack story right here. I, my students, I don't know what it is with elementary kids, but they are fascinated by age. And the, I get asked all the time how old I am. Maybe it's because I have a giant beard and it's really gray. And I also have no hair. Um, and I, so I just say 72. That's just my, my go-to, <laughs> 72. I had a kid come to me the other day saying, my mom said that there's no way you're 72 years uh, old. <laughs> and I went, age is what you feel. Yeah. And I'm yeah. a solid 72. Uh, and you, you also live at the school too, right? Isn't that what all elementary kids feel? A lot think? of them think that. Yeah. yeah you, it's, you don't it's have a life crazy. or you just, you, that's all you do is teach. Well, I, it, it also doesn't help that when uh, I do car duty in the afternoon and uh, I'll tell the kids like, you know, like uh, I have to you know, tell the fourth grade and fifth grade to go up the stairs. And I'm like, come on guys, get out of my house. <laughs> and, they, and they're like, you live here. And they, I'm like, they, yeah, they, they think that. Yeah. At least I guess with our kids too, at least having kids that are kids of teachers, we kind of have yeah. to remind them like, remember your mom or dad comes home. Yeah. And they're like, wait, but so-and-so lives. I go, no, remember mommy comes home. And then yeah. they, you see their brains kind of thinking what? like, Oh, they don't live at the but, school. But when I'm at the school, they're at the school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyways, this is this was Ryan's pick. Yeah, it is, and it's it's a it's a good pick as we're we're drinking our iced coffee. As we're you know we're really kind of in summertime. We're Getting in June, summertime. and it's it's a. Um, I don't know if this is not a good or bad summer album, but it's 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 a, it's a good listen. I, I don't know. I don't know if I would even consider it a summer album, but yeah, yeah. it is a good listen. Um, let me go back and give a little bit of a sure. story here. Um, so growing up, my mom. Uh, in her car, we would be riding in her champagne colored grand marquee, uh, on the way to soccer games and stuff like that. There was always two albums that the two artists that really stuck out. There was either Billy Joel or Elton John. And she had those on constant rotation. I remember more Elton John than anything else. Uh, Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy and, uh, Yellow Brick Road. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Really like two albums that she played a lot, but I remember Billy Joel a lot being played as well. 52nd street, the stranger. And I don't know, I kind of, I guess I kind of gravitated more towards Billy Joel as, as liking his music. I, they're both piano men, you know, uh, Billy Joel, in fact, he having, is the, he, he is the piano yeah. man, you know, uh, but you know, Elton plays piano as well and all this jazz and, um, I, I don't know. I just, I kind of, I kind of liked this stranger over the years and I kept listening to it. And I remember, uh, years ago when I was getting into vinyl for the first time and asking my, my parents, like, do you have any vinyl records that I can borrow or have or whatever? And I remember my mom gave me like her copy of like glass houses, 
The Stranger, and I believe a few other ones as well. And I just, I really enjoyed playing The Stranger. And it, it had been a few years since I'd listened to it. And I, was, and I came across it again. I'm like, you know what? Let me put this back on. And I'm glad I did. I ended up using it in school and teaching uh, teaching a couple of the songs in my classes stuff, which was really awesome. Nice. I, I really, really enjoy it. They're, all the kids are, who is this? Yeah. Who? Billy Joel. Uh, but it's also funny, another school story. And I, I keep telling them all the time. But um when I taught, when I was a fifth, you live at the school. I live yeah. at the school. Yeah, as teachers, we live at the school. Uh, we do. Uh, get out of my house. I, as a fifth grade teacher, um, I had a kid named Joel in my class, and I used to call him Billy Joel. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Billy Joel, you know. And at first, he's like, I don't. He didn't get it, and I eventually had to like play him some Billy Joel music so he would get, you know, it would make more sense. Uh, and he's like, oh, cool. And he he accepted the name because I gave my favorite students nicknames and stuff like that. And it was, you know, it was my way of like just connecting with them a little bit more. So Billy Joel has been a part of my life forever. And, you know, it's it's kind of cool. And I, I, I felt like we needed to discuss one of his records. So I picked my favorite Billy Joel album. Now, my favorite Billy Joel song is not actually on this record. And my my favorite Billy Joel song is actually River of Dreams. And a lot of people, I don't think they they respect it as much. Uh, but that song, as much as like other ones, like Piano Man and stuff like that. But is the River of Dreams? Is that the later, the nineties? Yeah, it came out in like ninety three. Yeah, I think that's the song in that the I actually. In the middle of the night, I like that one too. I yes. love that song. Yeah. I mean, the the references that he the 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 how he pulls from uh, like forties and fifties music. There, yep. it's it's just so cool and the call and response type stuff and. It's just a neat, neat song. I could see how some might see is that's his Kokomo. It could be. But I, that's fine. Whatever. I don't care. I think Kokomo's a good song. Kokomo's a good song. It doesn't hold up against the other. Beach no, Boy it doesn't. Songs, not but. at all. <laughs> but. So just an odd oh. comparison there. But um. And then the other thing, uh, and this is totally off topic, but I am very much an Albert Camus fan. Uh, and he wrote La Strangere. Or the stranger, mm. and if you have not read, uh, or if for us English speakers, Albert Camus. Oh, I did read this. At Albert one point Camus, back in the school. stranger. I love that book. It's a very simple, easy read, but it's kind of touches on like existentialism a little bit and stuff like that. And I, existentialism as a concept or a philosophy is something I'm actually quite interested in. Uh, and there you go. There's a little something off off the cuff there. Yeah, so I was not as familiar with Billy Joel. I know Billy Joel, yes. Yeah. Uh, funny side I think story. everybody does. My parents won some tickets. There. It was like one of those things that they actually won, you know, called into the radio station. Whenever the mid-90s and Billy Joel and Elton John went on tour together and they called in and they got a couple of their albums for free. And oh, cool. They went to the concert and uh, I just remember listening to it and going, yeah, because yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, I I kind of gravitated more towards Elton John at that point because I always ah, felt like okay. Billy Joel just some of the music I didn't it was I I hate to say it, it's just kind of the cheesy seventies yeah. eighties sound yeah no right? I, I I agree with you there that maybe that's one of the things that I like about it so. yeah and Keep then going. and then Elton John kind of had more of the rocking like Tiny Dancer and some of the rocking upbeat Saturday and all those and I go okay so then when you gave me Billy Joel. The first thing that I noticed, though, saying The Stranger, you know, talking about cool terms like, uh, what was it, a couple of albums that go dizzy and things like that. Mm -hmm. so, so cool words. Uh, just seeing Stranger and The Stranger, I go, okay, well, this seems a little different. I kind of yeah. like that. So, again, if it's called Trash Can, I might, not, 
<laughs> there it is again. I might not listen to it. So The Stranger, that that was the first thing that pulled me in. Uh, so I'd never listened to the album. I recognized some of the songs. Yeah. I think everybody would if you've listened to the radio ever. Yeah. Right. So, um, but I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. I I'll just go ahead and say that I don't know if it'll buy it, but I will probably buy it. Oh, nice. So you got okay. me on this one. All right. So, um, it, let me give let me give some background information. Yeah. And now I'm I'm glad that you like it enough that you might buy it. Might buy it. I yes. have my copy. You can borrow mine if you want. Well, yeah, I, th- I think I'll buy it. I think it's enough. So, okay. but yeah, let's yeah. hear a little bit yeah. more on uh, the background of Billy so, Joel. Billy Joel. <laughs> Billy Joel uh, recorded this for Columbia Records back, you know, it was released in September of 77, produced by Phil Ramone. Um and this was um this was off of, after his 52nd Street album, and that's the album that my mom got into. She really, really enjoyed that one, and she would still say that that's her favorite. In fact, her very first concert was a Billy Joel concert when he was touring with The Stranger. Nice. So she found and heard a lot of these songs for the first time at that show, and you know that's which is kind of cool there. Um, it, it's funny how things like that happen, but anyways... This was him kind of solidifying his band. You know, they, they, 52nd wasn't as big of a hit as they, the record company hoped it would be. And so they were kind of like, we need something a little bit stronger from you, Billy. And so he and the band got together and they put this together and they, they ended up releasing The Stranger, which was a huge hit. In fact, so huge of a hit that it not only had so many hit songs off of it, it won the Grammy for Record of the Year in 1978. Nice. I did not know that. Yep. And also had the, uh, let me see, Song of the Year for Just the Way You Are, won the Grammy for that as well, which I'm going to go ahead and just put it out there. I'm going to jump ahead and I know this is going to anger a lot of people and I don't care, but just... Just the way you are is my pick for worst song. I cannot stand that song. I would not leave you in times of trouble. We never could have come this far. Mm-hmm. I took the good times. I'll take the bad times. I take you just the way. Would you like to say why? Um, I think the message is good. But as you mentioned, literally just a couple minutes ago or seconds ago, that the cheesy 70s rock, that's it. That's the cheesy 70s stuff. And I do not like that side of Billy Joel. However, I know that it's a wonderful song that people love and yada, yada, yada. And it's, again, won a Grammy. I just don't like it. I, I skip it every time. I don't like it. Yeah, I, it's got a cool um, organ keys type sound in it, uh, roads or whatever it is. That, no. You know, tone wise, I go, okay, I could see why maybe people say, oh, well, that kind of sounds different, things like that. But um, is it more of the radio effect too that has been maybe overplayed? Is you it know, that Adele effect, how you did not like uh, Hello? Just well, first off, it's a dealie. Um, secondly, sorry, Adele, if you ever hear us, please know that I just say that out of love. And um, you are wonderful, Adele. You are wonderful, Adele. Um, is it the Adelie effect? It could be. It could be. Cause I have heard this song. I want to say hundreds of times. Uh, and maybe that's what it is, but I just, I don't like it. Um, this is like shopping on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. This is what you hear. You'll hear it in the supermarket. You'll hear it at the stores. You'll hear it everywhere. And it's just, you know what? The message is good. I love you just the way you are. That's great. You can know? I, can I jump ahead too? Sure. Go ahead. I agree. No way. 
we are on a hot streak. I, I'm just smiling as you said that. I, Jeez. I, I, as I was listening, and I've never heard this album before, just to be honest. Now, oh, really? Again, hearing songs, and yeah, I just, for some reason, and this song has ruined Billy Joel for me. Oh, because, no. <laughs> um, no, previous to this album. Like, this song is why I might not have ever listened to this yeah, album. Because yeah, okay. I go, oh, okay. just the way you are. Yeah, okay, it's a good song, cool, whatever. No, um, again, I wonder, though, if we have not heard it a million times, would it be in our, you know, would it be on our, our bad pick list? Just wondering. I still think it would be. I don't think it's a good song. Yeah. Um, but then again, we are not products of that time. We didn't grow up during sure. that time. So what was on the radio when this was popular? Who knows? I mean, we could totally look and see, but I'm sorry for song of the year. There's other songs that were in 77 that were much better than this. Right. So anyways, no, anyways, <laughs> that would not have been in the list, but uh, no. I think in terms of, I was totally off. I thought this was in the eighties. Oh, like nice. 80s sound. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, because it just felt like an 80s song. So when I yeah. when I looked up the year, I said 77. Wow. So yeah, he was ahead of his time. Maybe he was ahead of his time. Maybe that's why people liked it. Uh, going back to the sound, yeah, it does stick out from all the other songs because mm-hmm. it's kind of got that uh, a different vibe to it. That totally. Maybe people go, okay, well, I yeah, that's a good song. And I do want to pause and apologize to you right now because I totally did something that we've never done before. I jumped ahead of you, the person who is giving the album. I jumped ahead of you and went ahead and said something that I didn't like. No, and, but you're fine because you said it, it won record of the year. And I so had, you, there's I, a reason for you it. Had, I had to address it because, like, come on. Like, the, you know, I, I, the song of the year. No way, man. No, that's a horrible. I wonder pick. what else was on the list. We'll, we'll have we to can, look it up later. Yeah, you can stop and stop the podcast. Go check it out. But um, well, since we've already agreed on that. Um, uh, see you next time. Er, no, no. Er, we have all the good ones to talk about. Yeah, we have a ton of good songs to talk about. So, uh, Jay, now that you've already mentioned that you've agreed that that's not the best song. Tell me something. Uh, give me an honorable mention, something that you do like or something that stood out to you overall. What was your feeling hearing this record? I mean, you know, just in general. So I'll say that I was very surprised. So oh, I assumed okay. just the way you are. When I started listening to it, well, first I started listening to Moving Out, mm-hmm. things like that, and I go, okay, this is a little different. But I, again, I assumed just the way you are. And when I got to that, I go, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think even uh, she's always a woman, too. That one too. Yeah, in a way, uh, slight radio effect is uh, yeah. is under my notes, show notes. That uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Like uh, I kind of already jumped ahead and said, I, I think I will buy it at some point Yay. because I heard a lot of you know guitars more than I would assume for Billy yeah. Joel. Yep. So that helped. Um, going, I mean the the lead song, the Stranger, let's say, or the the title track, right? Yeah, the Stranger. It starts, you know, kind of quiet. You go, okay, what is this? Is this going to be just the way you are type? Yep. And then it comes with guitars and it's like, oh, hello, the Eagles. Yeah, it's a cool song. It's my honorable mention. Yeah, gotcha. just it's it's, it, it's a pretty cool track. Can I tell you a little story about that? Sure. All right, so The Stranger, Billy Joel, is talking with Phil, and he's like, uh, man, I really need to add a melody to this opening part of the song. It doesn't sound before it kicks in. He's like, I need a melody. I need a melody. He goes, I, th- I have something. But I need a piano or something to record it on. And and Phil goes, oh, well, just, you know, let me hear it. What is it? And he starts whistling the part. And he goes, Phil goes, no, you don't need a piano. Go in there and record that. And he goes, what, the whistling? He's like, yeah, get in there and record the whistling. 
So that's how that came to be. Now, again, that's me paraphrasing, but that's how that came about. And I like it. I think it's cool. Normally, I wouldn't do whistling in a song. I'd be like, eh, come on. But it actually fits simply because it kicks into something like really cool. Like The Stranger is a great title track. Yeah. So let's hear a little bit of that. The Stranger from The Stranger. Ryan's rocking out in here. Oh, heck yeah, man. It's such a good song. Very funky. Yeah. So for 77, so all around, I'll take a step back just saying, I'm pleasantly surprised. Nice guitars all around. Great lyrics and stories Mm -hmm. that, sorry, Billy, wasn't expecting that for some reason because it was the cheesy side and then yeah, the other song yeah. that you mentioned which was totally different that yep. is a good song as we mentioned that uh the 90s song but so i was very surprised and going back to the whistling and the stranger and all the songs in general i don't want to say it was a predecessor to a lot of albums but you know i i hear elements of indie oh totally. throughout this you know oh, yeah. saying the whistling yep and some of the themes that he's talking about and a lot of the changes even the first song with moving out where he goes heart attack gack, 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 gack. i mean that's that's like spoon mm-hmm. like if you listen to the band spoon is billy joel right here yep. so having listened to more of that going back a step to billy joel i go oh okay that's where a lot of it came nice. from nice so thank you billy for uh influencing yeah, all these other you, bands billy. and um yeah i i go back and forth with the stranger the song, because yeah, it's very funky, as you said, great bass. So for 77, it's got that kind of, not disco bass, but yeah. it's got a disco bass. It's got a disco bass. Yeah. Um, one of the other things I do like, I like the lyrics and stuff. Uh, I've been reading a lot about, again, since I mentioned uh, Albert earlier on, I've been reading a lot of philosophy and psychology lately. I, I find it all to be very fascinating, uh, different thoughts and stuff. And I came across something that, that really stuck out about how we as people actually have three sides to us. Uh, we have the side that we present in public. We have the side that only our closest friends see. And then we have the secret side of us that nobody knows except for us. And when you think about that, it's like, oh, it's true. I have secrets that nobody knows that I will never share with anybody. Not like they're really big or anything, but you know, stuff that I just do not ever want to share. When I listen to the stranger, I love that thought of like, you know, we all have a stranger in us in, in a way we do like, cause I know you have a side that I will never know in the, you know, like you're my brosif, you know, like, but there's still things about us that we will never know about the other one that we, we will purposely keep away. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, uh, maybe to bring it to a modern light too, that, yeah, I love that. I, as I started again, just the word stranger, mm-hmm. and then you start looking into the words, he's almost looking at, you know, let's say the narrator, not just Billy, but saying, okay, um, you know, thought she was this and then found out she had a stranger. And then he comes to find out that he's the stranger. Yeah. Right. And so in a modern sense, it is very, uh, not to get to, let's say political things like that, that, Everybody does have to realize that everybody has that inner demon, let's say, inner stranger element that it's easy to criticize others when you kind of look at it and just accept that we're not all perfect and we're not, you know, say something that you don't always are are thinking about that. uh, Yeah, this I think more people need to listen to the song. Jeremiah Dudman, you have just been really deep. (laughs) 
Thank you. <laughs> I actually looked into the words. I actually heard the words. I could. That's so. That's what I'll respect. So this is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, saying an influence on singer songwriters, things yep. like that. So you hear his words, and you hear the stories that I love this. And I, yeah, the stranger's pretty cool. Very. If nice. I could say a tie again, I would say the tie. It's a tie of stranger, yeah. just because in a modern sense, like a lot of people, I could see. I relate it to it as well, but I think a lot of other people need the, that. Uh, this is, it's very Most difficult to pick between this one and what I consider to be my favorite. So, um, so Lisa, let's continue here. Yeah. What, what else you got for so, us? So, um, I, I think then, then unfortunately it's taken down by just the way you are. Yes. But and you th- can skip it nowadays. But you can then, just like, boop. yeah, yeah, you can skip it. And I'm, I'm actually blown away, but maybe not surprised. So based on uh, Spotify plays for the next song, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant. Yes. I was blown away by this song, and I think this will be my pick. Oh. Because it's kind of his, I don't know, what do you want to say? Like, Live and Let Die. Yep. It's yep. the Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's cool that it talks about scenes from an Italian restaurant, and there are actual scenes in this. It's yes. very operatic. Very theatrical, theatrical. Uh, the the lines are cool. Saying bottle of reds, bottle of whites, or bottle of whites, bottle of reds. I keep missing. Yeah, that's okay. Anyways, um, you know, we I drink wine with my wife, and so I think this that line will every time we're gonna have a bottle of <laughs> uh, uh, wine, will say a bottle of whites or a bottle that's of reds, cool. depending on your appetites, or yeah. oh, why not a, a bottle awesome. of rosé instead, or whatever. You know, so. Um, I, I, I hate to say maybe the, the line with wine, I, uh, you know, brought me in and I go, well, this is kind of different. And then the song changed. I was like, yeah. oh, this is yeah. pretty cool. Very Beatles-esque. Mm-hmm. You know, he definitely sounds like Paul McCartney throughout. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could see the connection. There. So the yeah, middle totally. where, where it kind of goes in and it's got like clarinet and sax in it mm-hmm. too. So I had my wife listen to it as a clarinet player. So, you know, whether it's at some point it's definitely clarinet could have been like, Soprano sax also. Speaking of clarinet players and your wife, don't we have, we have to make a little quick announcement about something, don't we? About possibly having to take a break. Yeah, we might have a break. So we're doing a, a cool trip coming up. Speaking of clarinet. So uh, my wife, she plays in a symphonic band here and we're doing a, they're doing a big trip. I'm just tagging along. Heck yeah. And they're, you're, we're going you're to, a chaperone. Uh, we're going to France. France. So there might be a break in, in episodes coming up. We're going to try to still make it happen. I'll try to. You know, we'll record and, you know, maybe in advance and so forth, but we'll see. But we'll see. They get to go play in France. I get to go check it out. And um, yeah, I had to play her this track. I go, you should hear this because here's some cool clarinet and nice. rock and roll music. Did she like it? Uh, I think she was like, oh, hey. okay. Yeah, Morgan. Kind of cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, scenes from Italian restaurant. It's hard to play a part from yeah, so many different parts. Just but. just pick one. Brenda Renetti were the popular steadies and the king and the queen of the farm. Riding around with the car top down and the radio on. Nobody looked any finer. Always more of a hit at the Parkway Diner. We never knew we could want more than that out of life. Sure, Brenda Renetti would always know how to survive. Yeah, the the let's. I think it's a third section. Yeah, let's call it. I the whoa, love that whoa, so much. Whoa, whoa. So uh, yeah, it's so good. I keep coming back to this. Now, if I don't have too much time, I'll listen to the stranger. Let's mm-hmm. say it that way. And then if I have a little bit more time, I'll listen to scenes from Italian restaurant. I also really like only the good die young. It's got yep, that radio effect, but it's such a 
darn good song. It's a very good song. So um, that's that's one that radio did not ruin it for me. Yeah. Um, it goes, yeah, it's all great. She's always a woman. It's got the radio effect. So that um, that one is is lacking a little bit, but it's not bad. Yeah, I think there was a, a cool line from that, though. It just said, she'll promise you more than the Garden of Eden. Then she'll carelessly cut you and laugh while you're bleeding. Dude, right on the nose. I was thinking of that line. I'm like, that one's that one's like true but like painful but cool at the same time yeah like, so words save that so yeah, yeah that, that's still like a shopping around on a saturday afternoon yeah. you're gonna hear you know, oh, listen I, to the words i have heard that at a grocery store before <laughs> so and uh it finishes with kind of like a gospel-esque mm-hmm. album, song and um uh, but yeah, so we agree with just the way you are yep. i think you like the stranger and maybe you like scenes but i'm interested now in which one and again, I'm thankful that you gave this to me because oh, now I have a good album to listen to. That's so cool. which one do you like the best? Um, actually, and, and, and again, we've been talking about the importance, or I've been talking about the importance of opening tracks, and this is one of them right here. This song, the opening track for The Stranger, sets the tone for this whole album, in my opinion. And that is moving out, parentheses, Anthony's song, in parentheses. I love that song. Yeah, heart attack. Ack, 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 ack. I mean, again, I, that's that's indie. I've used that song to teach in class. My students love it. They're like, they really get into it because it's it's just a cool song. Yeah, it's very cool. And of course, there's a line about uh, who needs a house out in Hackensack. And like, so when that first came across, some of my students were looking at me like, "What?" And I'm like, "It's a city in New Jersey, like right outside of New York City." And I, I know this sounds weird, but like my wife is from New Jersey, and you know, we think about commuting to like you and I, we've grown up outside of Atlanta. So commuting into Atlanta for work and stuff like that. And that's, that's troublesome. But I didn't realize until like, you know, going up to New Jersey, visit my wife's family and stuff like that, that there's a ton of people in New Jersey who commute into New York city. And you know, they, it, it, that takes a long time, you know? So getting a house out in Hackensack is kind of like a big deal. And, you know, you're close to the city, but you have that suburban life and stuff like that. And so I love what he's saying there is like, you know, if this is what the end goal is, this, this, you know, house with the white picket fence and the 2.5 kids or whatever, and the dog, and, and then I don't want that life. I want something else. And and look at him. He's gone on to become a rock star or, you know, a, a piano man and a virtuoso in certain ways. And, um, uh, very well-respected musician. And, and it's just kind of cool. I love it. Even though the song is about Anthony and it's also about a police officer and, and other people, it's also his song. It's it's him, like, choosing not to live that life, you know? And it's cool. I love it. Moving out. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Um it's it's slightly you're gonna hate me for saying this when it first starts i think of it slightly cheesy billy joel a little bit a little, a little bit at bit. the beginning yeah I, no I'm, i'll give I'm you sure that i've heard this but then it, it saves itself again with the words mm-hmm. and then the the cool delayed effect and yeah. all of that so i i agree it's it's a good opener like it it if you start with uh just the way you are i go no oh, that would have been awful <laughs> i you know if if it would have started with that i don't think i would have ever listened to the record yeah 
Yeah. So just being honest. But overall, I mean, he has, let's say, fought, from what I know about J- Billy Joel, mm-hmm. some, you know, uh, inner demons of himself. Of himself. So, yes. uh, so it's, you know, you're hearing this now. Well, at the time, maybe not everybody knew what was going on. So then when you hear it, when you look back now and you go, oh, the stranger and even moving out and scenes from an Italian restaurant and all this. And it's, it's, it's interesting to hear mm-hmm. only the good die young. There's yep. a lot of good lines from that one too, that interesting to hear what he was going through and it's definitely his uh you know perspective yeah totally. and his narrative nar- narrative as well but it's um it's cool so i give billy joel some props as we might say and you as well so good one you got me thank you i really appreciate it that's awesome um i'm, I'm really glad i'm glad that it's crazy how these past couple albums we've agreed on certain things it's we we we've I feel like over the past couple months, we've gone over a lot of really good records. And I just hope that people go out there, you know, spend your money, support these artists, support Billy Joel and all the other artists we've covered, buy their music, and, you know, just enjoy. Enjoy yourself. Get it off of Apple, Spotify, wherever else you get your music. And also look for us at thealbumargument.com. If you want to check out our Spotify playlist, so we've got uh, links to that in this uh, podcast uh, description, I guess you could say, in every podcast. So we have... uh, a Spotify playlist of all albums covered, or if you want to listen on some other better, higher quality streaming service like Amazon Music or Tidal or Apple, please do. And of course, it does sound better. So um, we have a Spotify playlist now, but we might not for a while because I admit I might switch to Apple. And if it happens, it happens. It happens, it happens. But hopefully, please go maybe check out a record store. Maybe go get the old vinyl or whatever. So uh, CD, whatever. Um, Just enjoy it and let us know what you think. Cool. Thank you so much out there for uh, listening to us. This is an episode you definitely want to make sure you share with Grandma, because Grandma's probably a fan of Billy Joel. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and thank you for just, you know, everything, guys. Uh, for for our fans, listeners out there, thank you so much. You you guys are so great. We, we appreciate all your input. And, uh, yeah, cool. Big high fives to y'all. Yeah. Let so, us let us know if there's anything on the yeah, that you want to cover coming up, and we'll, we'll see what we can do as we uh, tread through these hot summer months. Hot summer months. Yep. Okay, cool. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out. Deuces.